Music is one of the most powerful influences in our world. Throughout time and history and in cultures across the globe, music has been a strong force that brings people together. Music's power can be the strongest in places where you might not expect it. Utah has a rich culture of local music that has been shaped by talent throughout the whole state. This has put cities like Salt Lake and Provo on the music map nationally. And while these two are usually the main names that come up in conversation about Utah's local music, other cities in the state are home to just as passionate creative communities that aren't as well known. About an hour and a half north of Salt Lake exists one of the most unique and interesting music scenes in the state, in Logan, Utah. Welcome to Utah Unveiled, the podcast where we highlight stories of strong and passionate communities across the state. I'm your host, Elle Crossley. Today, we're learning more about a group of creatives in northern Utah. And while it might not be at the forefront of conversation, this local music scene has a special appeal that sets it apart from the rest. Logan is a small college town tucked into the heart of Cache County. The city greets you with beautiful mountain scenery, historical architecture, and plenty of farmland. At first glance, most might think that this isn't exactly the ideal atmosphere for creative minds, but that might not be the case. Logan is just this little farm town. There's not, like, a whole lot to do in Logan. I don't know. There's, like, cool cafes and, like, there's a university up here. Um, But as far as, like, if you have lived in any other city, say Salt Lake, and, you know, there's always stuff going on in Salt Lake. In Logan, there's not a lot going on, you know? It's just this little farm town. So I feel like the music scene has, like, really shaped the people who are passionate about music because it's given them the opportunity to like just focus on music. So it's given us time to like really uh, curate our skills. You just heard from Connor Wolfley. He's currently a student at Utah State University. Music was a passion of his way before he moved to Logan for school, but he says that becoming a part of the local music scene has changed the way he makes music. Meeting other hardworking musicians helped him to quickly make new friends and gain a new support system. The atmosphere set him up with all the tools he needed to keep building upon his passion. Um, coming up to Logan, our previous band had just fizzled out, um, and I was still like itching to be on stage and itching to perform. And being in Logan, it kind of gave me all of like the assets necessary to like create a new band fairly easily, just because there's a lot of musicians up here. Logan's diverse crowd of musicians and music enthusiasts come from all different backgrounds. Local groups range in genre from punk to folk to rock to jazz and more. No matter your preference, Logan offers something for everyone. Despite everyone's different music tastes, one major thing unites this community. Or better yet, one place. Located right on Federal Avenue is Y-Sound, an all-ages music venue and recording studio. It's a building that you can normally hear before you see. While the venue itself might be on the smaller side, its influence stretches far beyond its walls. I asked Wolfley what sets Logan's local music apart from anywhere else, and he answered on the dot. 
I think just Y Sound. So it's just like a big party every weekend or even during the weekdays occasionally. Um, and it's a constant flow of just support. Every time you play a show, people are asking you when the next show is going to be, when you're playing at Y Sound again or where you're playing in Logan, especially if you have a fun show. And there's a lot of bands in Logan with a fun show because Y Sound gives us the tools necessary to execute a fun show. People are just stoked to come and bring all of their roommates or their family. Why Sound gives this community a place to gather and connect over their love for music. Wolfley also added that as a musician himself, he's grateful that the venue gives him the chance to perform with the two of his Cash Valley-based bands, Antella and the Vineyards. Nora Barlow is another local musician in Logan. She's a part of the band The Painted Roses and also has a lot of solo work. Music has been a part of Barlow's life for a long time. Her dad was in a band when she was growing up, which helped her to quickly discover her own interest. She says that finding Y Sound and its community helped her to find a safe space. It is a really big sanctuary in Logan. I've always felt that it was a safe place for me. <laughs> it's it's really cool to have a place to have a community and express yourself. <laughs> I think I've always just met people who are uh, very passionate and, and it, I appreciate that. And I think in that it feels like I can be vulnerable and having that outlet is really important to me. <laughs> think of baby. Be stay up all night with things you could do. You won't, but she adds that her involvement with the venue has brought more for her career than she initially expected. The more I've involved myself and just been at Y Sound, the the better and more I learn about music and I've I've noticed like I've got come a long way and I've advanced my skills a lot too. So that that's also really cool to me that just by being around these people has helped me myself to grow. I think for other people it's also helped me to learn from them and maybe they learn from me and we've made cool music and kind of collaborated on that and shared ideas. So that's, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to find out more about Y Sound and get a behind the scenes perspective on what goes on at this venue. I sat down with Taylor Ross Wilson. Not only is he a talented musician as a part of the band Little Barefoot, but he's also one of the co-owners of Y Sound. Ross Wilson helped me to find out more about the role that the venue plays in the music community and its plans for the future. To begin, how would you best describe the local music scene in Logan? It's a small college town and it's super tight-knit. Kind of the beauty of it being a college town is every couple of years there's a big influx of new uh, talent and new ideas in the valley. Because we've got such an awesome music culture up here, a lot of people stay and so it keeps growing and growing every single year. The nature of it being a college town and the nature of us all kind of pushing it to be real kind of keeps it grounded and keeps it happening. What do you think makes the music scene in Logan so special in comparison to other places in Utah? Because I feel like Logan isn't heard about as much in day-to-day -day life, but it still has a charm that I think is unparalleled in any other city. What, what do you think really makes it stand out on the map? 
Uh, a big part of it is because it's sort of this small, isolated valley, you know, off the off the freeway. And so a lot of a lot of touring bands will hit us hit us up because they've heard about us, and they'll think we're in Salt Lake, and they'll be like, "Yeah, we're, we're trying to book Salt Lake, and we would love to play with you guys because we heard we heard." And we're like, "Hey, we're actually like an hour and a half north of there, but we'd love to have you too," you know. So I, I, it is a big part. Uh, the small valley nature of it is a big a big part of kind of what makes it special. Um, but it's also just the people and the the projects that are happening in the valley. A lot of really really passionate people. Um, that are really interested in making their own music and, and helping other people make music. There's a big history of like bluegrass and folk music in this valley. It's been festivals going back clear back to like the 50s. Um, and so this valley just has a big history of it. Um, but it's always stayed on kind of on the low end of the radar because of it's just a small valley that's, you know, an hour north of Salt Lake. Amazing. And you said that there's just so many passionate people. What do you think is like keeping that morale? Do you think there's any driving forces that keep the passion in like Cache Valley? I mean, everybody has their own reasons for, for why they uh, play music or, or make music. Um, but a big part of it is like if one artist, you know, starts to feel like they're seen and they're supported in a community, um, that you know grows exponentially. They're able to then see other musicians in the in the valley and, and support them and be a part of their thing. Um, and so. Every, any one person that's passionate about a project or passionate about their music will exponentially kind of bleed into other projects and other aspects of the of the art and music culture that's in the valley um, and so you see that a lot of just of just one person being real passionate and then everyone else is like oh that that they're doing it i can do that too and so they start to and, and then pretty soon that person moves away or does whatever and then they're this new person is like the one that everyone's like looking at being like oh how are they doing that they're they're way cool you know and it's like it's like anybody can do this it just takes you know passion and energy and effort and uh diving more into the role of y sound uh would you just tell me about y sound and more about your involvement with the venue yeah uh so so y sound has been around for uh, about 15 and a half years now um through some different ownerships. It was originally built as a recording studio and then they started doing some, some events in the, the, down, sorry, the downstairs area. Uh, and then very quickly it just became kind of a hub of music in the valley. Um, one, because they were pretty tight, closely tied to the university. So a lot of university uh, professors would do like solo concerts down here or they would bring touring friends through. Because uh, it was really sort of more of a listening room than it was a bar or anything like that where you where you kind of usually see music. So the entire intention was just, hey, you're here to listen to this music. You're not here to get drunk with your friends and there's also a band playing. It's specifically, hey, you're here to watch this and experience this performance, you know. And that's that's been one of the best things about Y Sound is, is it's an all-ages music venue. And so all the intention is around that specifically and recording music. I mean, the studio is still a big part of it. But when people usually think about Y Sound, they think mostly of the, the music venue side of it now because that's really the part that's grown the most. Um, we, we tore down a wall a few years back and we moved the stage to the other side to make some, some more space because the whole building's pretty small. Um, but, but doing that created more of like a, an intentional music space. But a big part of it is just keeping the music scene functioning, you know, providing a space that anybody that wants to perform can eventually, you know, come into this space and share their music. And so obviously Y Sound, like you just said, is a huge part of keeping the music scene alive in Logan, just kind of giving artists this venue to perform and get people together 
unite people with music. So what do you think makes Y Sound so special in comparison to other local venues in Logan even, or just in Utah in general? It, it really is a lot of the, the people in the community that, that surround it. Um, you know, the nothing survives unless there's, there's someone there with passion to keep it going. Um, and so you see, you see a lot of that in Salt Lake where places like Kilby Court, um, you know, if they didn't have the passion of SNS and that whole group that does a lot of the booking through Salt Lake, Kilby Court probably wouldn't have survived as long as it has. But because they have such a big community around them, um, they're able to, you know, provide an all-ages space. And so, so we've kind of kept that a, a similar mentality up here of like, okay, we just want to make sure that it's, that's the intention there. It's, it's for music. It's specifically about that. You know, yeah, people come to hang out, but it's, it's about the music that's happening there. Um, and then everyone just is, all, is so supportive of it. And so it's, it's very easy to keep it going, even though it's, it's a lot of work and there's burnout that happens. But ultimately, you get to the end of, of kind of that process and it's still rewarding. It's cool to see all the other passion of, of the community come around. And, and having a space like Y Sound that's specifically about the music is, is, is a big part of what makes, I think, that so, so beautiful. If we were just like a coffee shop and we did music so often, we, we wouldn't be like a scene like we are. We would just be a place that you know, has music sometimes. Um, but instead, like, it's, it's everything. The, the, the music is every aspect of this, this place. You know? It pays our rent, it pays the bands that come through here. Uh, and it also just provides a space that's safe for musicians to express themselves and those, everyone that appreciates music for them to be able to come in and just you know, have fun and, ex and enjoy seeing their friends perform and also finding new music that they never would have found unless they had come to a space like this. Because uh, it's all underground music, it's all music that a lot of times isn't even recorded yet and it's all new musicians and new artists. And, I mean, we, we do a lot with, with more established artists when they come through, but it's, it's mostly new artists within their first year or two of performing, so. Uh, as an audience member, as someone who is seeing so many of these shows, how would you describe watching a show at Y Sound? Um, it's, it's tight, it's, uh, you're, you're kind of crammed into this little sardine can of a, of a music space, uh, but there's so much passion, and like when you get a room full of, you know, like our, our, our room only fits like a hundred, ish people in there and so you just feel the energy you know so so even if you're there not as a performer you're just there because your friends are performing or you heard about the show and you wanted to check it out um, just being in that room with all these other people that are enjoying the same music and experiencing really this music for the first time a lot of the times too I mean you go to a big concert in Salt Lake you go see Taylor Swift you know all those songs there's nothing really new happening other than like some of the visuals and like the live aspect of that concert you come to a concert here you might know one or two of those songs if they do the cover or if you've seen that band before but mostly it's entirely just new discovery of music and so it's it's a lot of just energy and a lot of other people that are excited about what's going on around you and um, and sometimes it's moshy and you're, you're getting sweaty and I don't know it's just it's just fun and it's just all about you know, that experience of seeing this band kind of come into their own and then the, the crowd kind of grows with the band, which is really, really cool to see. It's sort of a, a joint experience of like, oh, these are all, these bands are new to this performing thing, but all these, you know, the audience is also new to experiencing this band and this crowd and, and you know, experiencing music in this capacity. And so. Uh, and the last little thing I want to dig into for this interview is Y-Fest. Um, I want to learn more about what that is, how it came to be, just for starters. 
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so this the Y sounds like 15 plus years old now, but we've only been we've been running it for about five years now. Um, there's we're like the third iteration of ownership, um, and we've always just thought, okay, well, we don't really want to move Y Sound to a bigger space. We like that it's actually kind of small. It makes the shows when they are full really feel really full, um, and so that's a big part of why we are not really trying to move to a bigger space but we do want to expand what we're doing and the best way to really do that is through uh, one we're kind of doing a label this kind of thing so we're working with bands closely to record their music and kind of send them on tours and work on getting their music promoted well uh, but we're also working on building out and, and putting on festivals and bigger and bigger festivals and so this last year uh, 2023 we did probably the biggest festival we've, we've done uh, called Y-Fest. It was the first weekend of May, like right as graduation's happening. Uh, and we did it for two days and we did had two stages and a bunch of smaller like acoustic solo artist stages going on. Uh, and it was just amazing. The city was like super stoked about it and was very supportive of it. Waived some of our like initial like fees to even do the event, which was really, really cool. Um, and they're really excited about this next year in 2024. We're going to do it that same first weekend of May. Uh, and we're going to just make it even bigger. So ideally, we're going to have three big stages this year. Uh, maybe we're probably just two days again, but we might uh, consider doing three days. Um, and then just having a bunch of, of local businesses like cafes involved and having live music in those cafes while it's all going on, having the bars get involved. Um, and so that's that's really like the, the festival is like we want to do something bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, you know, share this Y Sound experience that we've got going on here and really open it up to a, a much larger community. Because uh, we start doing that and we can set up a stage outside and then suddenly we can do a concert for a thousand people instead of just a hundred. And so that's really what we're kind of focusing on, the expansion of Y Sound and growing. Uh, the cultural experience of it all is just uh, doing more festivals. We're going to start doing, I think, the Y Fest at the beginning of the summer. We're going to maybe try and do a, like a psych rock fest in, in the middle of the summer sometime. And then we're going to maybe try and do a festival as the school year is kind of starting. Um, and so the, these are kind of just plans. Y-Fest y in, in the first weekend of May is the only like set event we really have right now, festival-wise. Uh, but that's kind of the idea, just the more we can expand what we're doing while still keeping this the close, tight community in this space is really the, kind of the goal. Um, and then also, like I said, mentioned the, the record label side of things, sending bands out on tours and trying to get them just as a band to grow and expand, you know, leave the valley but always have the valley as a you know a home place that they can kind of come back to and the final question i have for you is just what lasting impact do you want to leave on the logan music scene or what lasting impact do you hope that logan leaves on your music career i mean logan will always have a lasting effect on my on my music career just because it's so much of it has happened in this little valley um, so I'll always have a lot of memories tied to this place, even if I, you know, end up leaving or if Wysan ends up closing for some reason. Um, the, the biggest lasting impression I really want to see happen is just seeing this place survive, you know. Uh, it'd be nice to have a lot of the community kind of take the place over after, you know, we decide to do other things or, uh, I don't know. Really, we want to keep it an open space. And so if someone wants to, you know, learn more about this place and eventually take it over from us, like, Awesome. If you've got the passion and you really want to see this place succeed like we have, like we'd love. And so so, so every year or so we do like a call for interns. We're like, hey, we'd love to teach you guys what we're doing here, have you be a part of it. Um, obviously, it's kind of malleable. It's just a grungy space that we're just kind of experiencing this local music scene in. 
but that that's I just really, really want to see it survive. You know, like I think it'll always have a, a place in history because it's been the place to do to see local music in the valley and really the only place besides like some cafes and bars every every so often. And so I think even even if we closed this year and you know five years down the road people would still be like oh yeah this this place used to be here and was really cool. You know, there's there's a a place across the street. It's called Barrel and Stave now. It's a bar, uh, but like back in the '70s, that's where all the music was really happening. It was a place called the the Bistro, and they had a stage up there, and it was actually like right above the door. So they had to like pulley all their gear up to this like weird stage that was above the door. Uh, but people still talk about that place. I'll, I'll I'll run into like some of the bluegrass crowd that plays at the farmers market or whatever. These old like dudes in their '70s, and they're still playing music and. I'll be like, yeah, I'm running Y Sound, and they're like, oh yeah, that's right across from where that beast, the bistro used to be, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And so I've heard about this place, so I imagine Y Sound will kind of always be that same sort of thing, even if we close. But the idea is to to never have it closed, to kind of work with our landlady, or eventually buy out the building entirely, and then really just keep it going in you know in some capacity, make it a place where anybody new to the music or trying to find their own footing in the music scene can, and you know it's very accessible and it's. You know, it's a place where the music scene is always kind of growing, and that's really where it's like most relevant, and that's where it's most up to date, if that if that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It'll it'll always have an impact on me, though. Even if I go out of other places, I'll always look back at this place fondly, um, and I hope to, you know, years and years down the road, come back to Logan, and it's still here, thriving, and you know, there's a bunch of grungy kids running it, and it's. I hope it's. I hope it stays, and I hope it. You know, I hope it never goes away. Logan's music scene and Y-Sound are a perfect reflection of the importance of local music. Connor Wolfley says that supporting local music is his way of helping local artists like himself to achieve their goals. I mean, every musician has to start somewhere. You even look at, like, the biggest musicians of all time. They've all started where we are. You know what I mean? Where we're, where we're from, everyone's got to start with zero listeners. Everyone's got to start with zero fans. And then it's just a matter of, like finding your strategy to be a part of the scene and to like build a following of people who like coming to your shows. And I just love local music because it's a way that I can support artists that I think have the opportunity and the talent to make it as a big artist. Um, And it's really cool supporting them in the beginning of their days because I, I don't know, I feel like I can see potential in a lot of bands here and I just want to give them everything that I can to make sure that they can make a living out of doing what they love. By supporting local musicians, you can help to grow an environment that welcomes and encourages creativity from all. Local music scenes, just like the one that we see in Logan, allow us to connect, make new friends, find new music, and give people a space where they can feel at home. Local communities are what make a town special, giving them something you can't find anywhere else. You never know what a city has to offer until you take a closer look. Once again, I'm your host, L. Crossley, and thank you for listening to this episode of Utah Unveiled. Thank you.